welcome patricia to heltech with purpose thank uh, you glad to have you here to start with uh, when did you move, come to uh, you know nashville and how are you liking it here yeah well i arrived uh saturday night mm-hmm. and i came from portland maine oh. where the snow was coming in uh, just flurries and um it's always wonderful to i've been to nashville before nice but the, i noticed the leaves are coming out on the trees and the beautiful weather and then we took a a little walk down broadway uh last night and so it's wonderful awesome awesome great that you're loving it yes uh, great so we would like to know a little bit more about you your background and then we'll move to you know uh, the products that you're building great do you want me to start yeah uh, we'd like to know more about you yes okay well first of all thank you for thinking of me or reaching out to me um so my background as i give my little condensed version is um i spent 30 years in animal health wow uh because i love animals and um i love the industry and i got very lucky in that um i was with two startups in animal health both based out of portland maine and the first one uh, i started with the company when it was about 20 million in revenues wow and 20 years later uh it was a 2 billion dollar company wow or actually 1 billion it's 2 billion now and the company's name is idex okay. and they're the global leader in veterinary diagnostics and as a startup you know i got to experience everything and was given all kinds of opportunities and i traveled the world and uh, learned a lot got to interface with world experts in veterinary medicine and it really was transformational for me um and i realized after i had spent some time in europe um as the head of the reference labs in europe that that i loved the startup world and so when the founder of idex and his son started this other company and invited me over i said yeah <laughs> let me give it a try well that company um started off with like online stores for veterinarians but a couple years into it we realized that what we were really creating was a back-end electronic prescription management tool for veterinarians that had never been created before interesting and it was fueling and uh, managing the online store because you have to have prescriptions and, and non-prescription items over the counter um we built that company over 8 years to about 150 million wow it got purchased uh, by the largest veterinary distributor in the world and uh it became a company called Covetris which was a 4 billion dollar company amazing <laughs> and there i was again at a large company so i decided to quote unquote retire um in 2020 and um i call it my gap year and uh i came across uh, kinotech and became interested in, and well I'm the CEO now but it's you know a little bit of a journey of how I got there amazing uh, and thank you for sharing the journey it's it's very inspiring and interesting <laughs> great so on the keynote end uh, what are you guys building uh, you know what are the challenges that it's solving yes so uh, so let me go ahead and and tell you kind of how I got involved was literally I was reading the newspaper one saturday the analog newspaper and i saw an article about this company and i had been thinking about you know trying other things and and 
I reached out to the company, emailed the, the team, and six months later, they emailed me back. And I said, I, d- I don't know why I reached out, but I do have a little experience bringing new technology to clinicians, yeah. like 30 years of it, <laughs> and maybe I could help. And uh, at the time, I also myself was experiencing some knee pain and some shoulder pain. And um, uh, I guess two comments. Number one is that physical therapy saved my life uh, because physical therapists uh, don't use drugs. They use your own body and strength to help you to recover. Um, at the same time, it was a very terrifying, maybe that's too strong of a word, but I didn't understand what was going on. I just followed what they said. And even when I finished the course of therapy because of insurance, I still was in pain. And, um, and so I was motivated to fix that pain, um, in my knee. And, um, and here was this company, Kinotech, that, so here's what Kinotech does. Um, Kinotech has found a way, the young entrepreneurs who started this company found a way to use LIDAR, which is, uh, radar, except with light, uh, to map the human body while it's moving and to very rapidly document the movement metrics. Wow. So the range of motion, the compensations, uh, the asymmetries. And, um, you know, a lot of people have tried to do this, but what Kinotech did, uh, was put it in a package so that you could do full range of movement on a body, um, within seconds. Wow. And it's all in the cloud and they worked very hard to do this. And I would say my one contribution, uh, to the development of the, of the product was that when we were doing beta tests, um, we got feedback that the, the presentation of the information was, could be better. And so I said, well, you know, why don't we make it look like blood work? <laughs> and that's what we did. And, uh, and so, uh, what we've done is where others have tried and there are systems out there that are pretty expensive and they take up a lot of space and they require calibration and multi cameras or sensors. This is no sensors. Very little space, portable, affordable, fast, and easy. And that's what we're doing to change or attempt to change and support any movement clinician um, to assess body movement. Wow. Very, very interesting. It is. Uh, and I am myself a true believer of, uh, you know, physiotherapy because uh, I have a L4, L5 in the back issue and physiotherapy also saved my life uh, because I, w- I was not able to sit for more than 5-10 minutes before that. It was, it was crazy. So, very interesting. So, you know, uh, walk us through the journey. Like, uh, for example, say I am the patient and I want to avail the system. So, how do I go about it? Uh, what's, what's the whole process? Yeah, so it's actually pretty simple. It's deceptively simple. And uh, let me tell you about who we're, you know, we, we commercialized the product uh, in August of last mm-hmm. year. Uh, we got our FDA registration. And so now we have a, a medical product and a wellness product. Nice. And so on the medical side, we, we have interest from physical therapists and chiropractors and athletic trainers. Um, and then on the wellness side, we have interest from strength and conditioning coaches and fitness experts. Um, and we're also getting a lot of interest from, um, people involved in workers' compensation. And I learned a new term 
that I guess if you're in the industry, you know it. Uh, but, you know, employees are industrial athletes. Yeah. And we know that, you know, pro sports athletes are a financial asset and they're taken care of. Yep. Um, we should do the same thing with employees. Yep. And so um, so the the journey on any one of those, I'll tell you two different kinds of journeys that you could have is if you go into a physical therapy practice and um, today what would happen is um, like any good clinician, uh, you would get a baseline just like you would do basic blood work, yep. right? If you were going to understand what your health was. Yeah. Well, today the baseline is an expert, you know, physical therapist would use a plastic protractor called a goniometer to manually measure your range of motion. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, this doesn't mean that they're not good at it. Uh, they are. Um, but, you know, they have to manually do it. And if I do it, if one clinician does it, another one might have a slightly different yeah. number. We all know about digital stuff now. Yeah. And, and so this is inherently subjective. Uh, and they use their eye and everything. Again, it doesn't mean they're not doing a good job. But imagine what we could do if we could have objective data and consistent data. And now it opens up the opportunity in two major areas. Number one is you can only do best practices if you have a baseline of data yep. to compare from. And we make it very easy and fast to collect that data and to put it into the patient record. But also we can collect it in aggregate yeah. and think of what we can do uh, with aggregated data to remap the human body and yeah. the movement and set baselines and customized reference ranges based on your demographics or your height or any other attributes. The second thing that this Kinotech does, the platform does, is that if I right now said to you, hey, let's go ahead and do your, let's see, let's see how good your overhead squat is. You would get a little excited. Um, you'd get a little nervous and we would do a, an assessment of you, and then I would show you the visual in 3D of your body. Interesting. And now you're very engaged. Yep. And the 3D that we're using, you can manipulate it. Manipulate's the not the right word, but I can turn it. And because it's LiDAR, it's mapping you in 360 Six. degrees. Mm -hmm. So you didn't realize that you have some thoracic spine extension that maybe is putting pressure yeah. on your spine, but now I can show you. And so the second very important experience that Kinotech is bringing to every clinician is engaging the patient. And when you're engaged and motivated, yep. um, you become part of your own healing. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, when I hurt my shoulder and my knee, I was very motivated. <laughs> and wouldn't it have been great if I had some baseline numbers yep. to work from? And then we all work better when we have numbers and we can compare and we try to beat the score. Kinotech kind of gamifies human movement improvement. Interesting. Yeah, I, I was gonna I was gonna say that it's it's kind of gamifying. And once you are yourself involved, uh, I think you would try to measure your improvement uh, every day or rather every week, right? That's, yes. that's one of the key aspects. If we had, you know, we have a kiosk here, but if mm -hmm. we had a booth like at other conferences. We typically set up a scorecard and have people come because nice. we'll we'll provide actually a, 
client-friendly or patient-friendly report that is scored. And then it's, it's amazing how people start to get pretty darn competitive when when they're they're you know competing against one another right, yeah. for their scores. Yeah, interesting. So you know, I'm I'm curious. Uh, you could use different cameras here as well, but I think you've went with lidar, right? Uh, uh, so is camera being also used? Uh, is lab, so what are what's the tech involved? Yeah, it's a great question. I'm not the expert on the tech, but let me pretend like I am for a moment. <laughs> So today we're using LiDAR with a, um, you know, it's all processed in the cloud, okay. collecting up all the information. And what the work that this team has done is taken two years to really over really thousands and thousands of scans and analyzing it uh, to figure out the accuracy portion of it. Yeah. So that that was an accomplishment of the, what the team has done. We know that. Um, to be able to expand with the future and the needs of the future and our vision for where we want to go, um, we want to eventually move away from having to use that LiDAR camera. And so we just launched an alpha, right? So fingers crossed. It was actually last week where we can take any 2D video wow. and convert it to 3D. Okay. So That's... we can get all this. So here's, here's for me, and I know we're going to get to this, but, you know, what's the purpose? Um, we want to make this accessible to everybody. We want the high technology that you would have to pay thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars for. Imagine giving that to every clinician so they could help humans move better and prevent injury. Awesome. And so by detaching from this current camera we have, which is great, um, we open up the possibility to reach more people and help them. Great, great. So, uh, you know, uh, that makes me think, like, uh, in the journey till now, uh, what was what what is that impact that has been created? Or can you share a story, uh, interesting story, you know, uh, that probably led you to this? Yeah, well, I can tell you a couple of case studies that okay. we've experienced, and it makes us, it keeps us going, right? right? We're very excited about this. Um, so I'll give you one uh, early on. It was uh, a strength and conditioning coach at a local university, and she's, she was just all excited because we talked to her and we said, how's it going? And she said, you know, I had an athlete who for years was an, unable to do a squat without pain. And I worked with her and worked with her and we uh, looked in the mirror and I told her and showed her and everything. But when I showed her the 3D Kinotech avatar and she saw for herself how she was moving and how she could correct that, that was the first time she was able to do nice. a squat without pain. Yeah. Now that's, I mean, you live for moments yep. like that. Yep. The same coach, and we've heard this from others, we have actually a um, couple of the major league baseball teams using this. Um, she said in order to assess, because for athletes, they, they treat them differently, you know, they're, yeah. they're financial assets, yeah. so they take care of them. Um, for her to do uh, one team of, say, 18 or 20 team members, it would take her a whole afternoon to do the assessment. She did it in 15 minutes Wow. Uh, with this. And all the data is there. And we are working on ways to aggregate the data and sort it and provide value and insights uh, for teams as well. Um, 
So those, so I'll give you one other, one other story is we were with another clinician and, uh, he was having his client, um, just lift his arms. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we did it and we were looking at it and, and the, the, the physical therapist, I think he was a coach. Uh, he said, wait, 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 go back. And he had us repeat because now you have a, a recording. Yep. And so you can go back and look at it and yeah. study it. And he said, turn it. So we turned it so it, the you had a side view. And, I, you know, I was like, what are you looking at? And he said, look at how he's extending his spine. He oh. said he's going to hurt himself if he continues to do that while he lifts something. With wow. Weight. So do you see how it can be preventative? Yep. And and get it's like another set of eyes yeah. for coaches and physical therapists. Very very interesting. Yes. So uh, like, what are the top two to three use cases? Uh, you know, I see uh, when you say coaches, I I see a lot of this into the sports industry. Uh, you've talked about athletes, right? Uh, so I think one is kind of the rehab part of it. Right. And one is doing proper training itself. Right. Uh, so any any other use cases that you foresee? Well, the world, the, I agree with that. Those are the those are the use cases, um, the, the speed and efficiency to do a baseline assessment for any uh, any clinician, any physical therapist. Um, we're working on getting direct data integration into the EHR, which will speed up even more. Um, and then the. The, the leading thinkers who are using this are are trying to standardize. They're trying to set best practices. So that's that's a whole medical use case for this in terms of finally having objective data on human body movement yeah. um, and more data than, you know, we have movement quality graphs. Uh, we have lots of data that we're collecting and think of the possibilities of what we can do. And I think the medical profession is very excited about this. Yeah. And I want to come back to that in a second. Um, on the, uh, the sports side, uh, it is about efficiency, but it's about injury prevention. Yep. Um, and, and understanding what they're doing is taking the data and forming their conditioning programs based on what they see. And it can be based on the individual athletes or what they'll see is, I'm just making this up, but wow, 25% of the athletes have weak or not weak, but say, uh, not good ankle dorsiflexion. Mm. So let's, let's adjust our program so that we can do that. We have a, 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 a high school coach in Maine who's using this. And he said, you know, Pat, we have the, the students, they'll go from lacrosse right into skiing, right into swimming, and then back to lacrosse. And he said, they're growing. The kids are growing. And it's very critical in between seasons that we check them and make sure that we're not setting them up for injury. Yeah. So it's for injury prevention. Um, so those are those are kind of the, the major use cases. And then who knows with workers comp, we don't have baselines. Yep. And for insurance, they go, well, what's your baseline? Nobody knows what your baseline is. Yep. Yep. Awesome. So where do you where do you see, you know, the whole product going and evolving? And do you see? It will go into certain B2C kind of use cases as well. So so we like to think about the B2B side, if we want to call it that. Yeah. Uh, and let me, I want to, this is what I wanted to come back to is that, you know, I'm learning as well here. I came from veterinary medicine, but yeah, and I'm a human that needed help with my 
range of motion and pain yeah. than you too. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, um, 50% of Americans have some musculoskeletal pain, yeah. which is horrible. It's a global epidemic yeah. uh, of, of people in their bodies. Movement is a vital sign. And look at how we use vital signs, your, you know, your oxygen level, your heart rate. These are vital signs. So is your movement. And imagine, we, we just had a great lunch today with uh, some really leading thinkers who said, imagine if we can develop phenotypes of movement. Imagine if we can map human movement in a much, much better, uh, more scientific, quantitative way. Interesting. And yeah. so our vision is to say, how can we do that rapidly and fundamentally change the level of not only measurement, but the level of care and insights that we can provide so that we are more rapidly helping people? And better yet, can we prevent? Could we have prevented your back yeah. pain if we had been doing your movement health screening with your annual checkup? Why wouldn't we do that, yeah. right? Now we have the tool to be able to do that. That's where we're thinking. Amazing. Amazing. And how do you plan to scale up? Uh, is it, you know, geography-wise, more feature-wise? Like, what's the plan? Yeah, well, so, you know, we're, we're a startup. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, But we've gained actually quite a bit of really nice traction, uh, nice. amazing traction in my experience in animal health. And we've attracted, um, you know, I'm not going to name names, but we have, you know, in the physical therapy space, there's a lot of aggregation going on, mm. meaning money is coming in, private equity, other larger companies are buying up smaller physical therapy practices. Why? Because they're, um, it's kind of hard to make money and insurance, they're getting squeezed by insurance. Mm. And so they need more efficient operations. So, uh, so we, we believe that we can help there with potentially a new economic model. Um, this is so easy to use that imagine having an assistant physical therapist, just like your dentist. Yep. You hardly see your dentist, right? Yeah. Everything is done by everybody else. And then the dentist comes in, takes a quick look and you're like, what is it? What am I paying for? Yep. Anyway, I love my dentist. <laughs> um, and so, so we want to pursue and lean into the economic value uh, and a rapid way to do that is imagine that we can get widespread adoption among physical therapy aggregators. So that's our uh, our scaling um, awesome. plan. And then we're opening up the doors to workers comp, which is a lot of people. Right. Yep. And a lot of um, screenings that could be done very cost effectively and help a lot of people. So those are our current plans. Awesome. Great. So, you know, coming to my final question, which is, uh, you know, health tech with purpose. So what what's the purpose and where do you want to go with this? Yes. Well, I'm so glad you asked that question. And, you know, I'll, I'll share a little personal information about myself. So when I um, retired, quote unquote, retired, um, I thought a lot about what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. And so this is more personal for me, but I said, you know what? I want to uh, be good, do good, and feel good. And and I felt like I had done a lot of that in animal health because I really was in it to help animals. 
And then when Kinotech came along, it checked all the boxes. We can do good by helping so many more people to prevent injury and help them recover faster and help, you know, just the amazing work that physical therapists and other clinicians are doing to help people without drugs, which is a real problem, as you know. Um, And then, you know, be good, (laughs) which is we're trying to do this in a way uh, that can help. I don't want to sound too highfalutin, but help humanity, uh, but do it in a way that this young team, um, that, that they, they can feel like they're contributing as well. So being an entrepreneur, reaching out, helping others in the community, uh, talking to other entrepreneurs and sharing that. So that's like a, a do good and then feel good, right? Um, well, that's very personal. I want to feel good by taking yeah. care of my body and I'm much more aware. Yep. I didn't know what ankle dorsiflexion was or thoracic extension. And, and now I'm telling everybody who will listen, you, you know, you can prevent issues with your feet if you have good asymmetry and strengthen your body. So, yeah. uh, so that those are all the good that we want to do. And that's why I'm here, uh, Amazing. with this company. Amazing. Great. Uh, it was, it was really nice talking to you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm just reading to everybody who we see. Vivek, I hope you know you learned a little more uh, uh, and some of the interesting challenges that Vivek is solving. So yeah, thank you for being a part of this podcast. I'm honored. Thank you, Rishi. Thank you. Okay.